0: We're gabbing, Uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, Uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, Uh, uh, we're gabbing.
1: Welcome to gabbing.
0: Gabbing
1: with Gracie and Heather. So today I am drinking Barefoot Sauvignon Blanc, delightfully crisp.
0: Nice, and I'm drinking Prisma again. Me likes it. Well, we're continuing
1: our very long, epic journey of Pride and Prejudice. So last week, we left off finishing up Chapter 21. So we're going to start with Chapter 22. Yes. And I'm trying to think. So when we left off with Chapter 21, that was right after Mr. Collins proposed and Lizzie said no. So there was that whole controversy that was going on and chaos and then jane received the letter from caroline bingley so that's where we left off last week so now the bennetts are going to the Lucases, and mr collins is with them and charlotte is kind enough to spend time with mr collins to kind of distract him
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and gracie's making a face because she knows what's up i sure up.
0: am why can't i find this chapter lord have mercy okay and, uh, From the post-it that says yeah. ass, so I have to be close by.
1: Yeah, it's it's right after, All I believe.
0: Right. Okay. So yeah, so they um,
1: Charlotte's talking up Mr. Collins, and then the next morning, Mr. Collins kind of like sneaks off while everybody's kind of still in bed and getting ready for their day and stuff, and he Sneaky. goes over to Sneaky. Lucas Lodge, and Charlotte is watching out. It's almost like they planned it. You think so? uh, I just thought about that. Like, because she was looking out the window, watching, and saw him. So it's like, why was she looking out the window? Well,
0: no, you know, you're you're right. I think that's definitely the intent. Like, she's looking out the window because she's already, like, oh, he couldn't have Jane, right? Mm -hmm. And Lizzie turned him down, and he's you know, I've talked to him, whatever. And now he came, comes over to the.
1: Yeah. So she spots him walking over and she goes down onto the road and meets him. And they have themselves a little something, something conversation.
0: They do. No, that was like, she knew, she knew, but the question is when did she know? Like,
1: Did... did he say, Oh, I'll try to come see you in the morning or something?
0: No, I think he's predictable. That's why.
1: Uh, maybe she was just like, he's going to come over here. He's He's got his sight set on me. And right. he's fixed on getting well, married.
0: How often did he go over there? Was it two times? And he, it, seemed, it seemed as though he spent the whole day over there.
1: Well, I think the second, like Your the second. day before, like in Chapter 21, he was there for quite a long time. Yeah. The day before that, she had come by right after... Lizzie had said no and everybody would right. like the household was in an uproar and she talked to him then as well at Longbourn.
0: Right. I want to so see. So they've had at
1: least two pretty decent conversations.
0: Yes. I just feel as though there has to have been another time or it wasn't the as you said Charlotte happened to come over when all of that went down. Then the next day he went to Lucas Lodge, and he was there, I think, most of the day, and then came back when it was, like, dinner time.
1: And, well, and she spent most of the time talking to him, because they they do say that. Like, she decided that she was going to keep him occupied, which everybody else was happy about. But, yeah, when they're down on the road, they decide they're going to get hitched. So he goes in and talks to her parents, and everybody is all happy and i made note that this is where lady lucas and sir william are getting their true colors are showing
0: you think so well i think lady lucas is taking full advantage because of the way that mrs bennett always treats her especially with the quote-unquote attentions that bingley was giving jane that's
1: that's a fair point but like As soon as they give their consent, it says Lady Lucas began directly to calculate with more interest than the matter had ever excited before how many years longer Mr. Bennett was likely to live. And uh, Sir William gave it as his decided opinion that whenever Mr. Collins should be in possession of the Longbourn estate, it would highly expedite that both he and his wife should make their appearance at St. James. The whole family, mm-hmm. in short, were mm-hmm. properly overjoyed on the occasion. The younger girls formed hopes of coming out a year or two sooner than they might have otherwise have done, and the boys were relieved from their apprehension of Charlotte dying an old maid.
0: Which I made a note then of Charlotte twenty-seven, so she's twenty-seven years old.
1: Was she twenty-seven?
0: I have yeah. a note that says she's twenty-seven. Okay. I knew she and... was
1: like late twenties, so twenty-seven, twenty-eight.
0: And I was trying to also figure out how old her siblings were.
1: Well, Mariah's the second, like the one right below her. Yeah. And she does have at least one other sister that I don't think they ever talk about. But no. what I just read says sisters and brother.
0: Ah, here it is. This preservative she had now obtained. And at the age of 27, without having ever been handsome, she felt all the good luck of it, yeah. It's very, it's very, you know.
1: So not old in our time, but like considered no, an old maid, no, 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 in their
0: time. Was a, such was Miss Lucas's scheme. So its object was nothing less than to secure her from any return of Mister Collins's addresses by engaging them towards herself. She, you know, you're. I mean, listen. Like when I read it, like I knew. Okay, so she started planning the minute that there was an uproar
1: she's at practical Lizzie's house.
0: yeah she's practical she realized okay this is an opportunity he he because elizabeth divulged so much about him and about the situation that was going on at home let's say because mm-hmm. i'm sure if, I'm, I'm sure he might have shown more interest to jane not saying anything and lizzie picked up on it
1: mr and then collins he, yes well, it does say that this he just originally opposing. said that. And then Mrs. Bennett like, explained, oh, Jane's probably about to get married. Or he, get said, engaged.
0: He, he said he mentioned it to her where the other girls around to eavesdrop. Like, my thing is, is Charlotte. OK, Charlotte had plans. She was like, OK, you couldn't get Lizzie. And it could have been just simply that he proposed to Lizzie. It didn't work out, and who knows what conversations they were having. That she figured, let me just give him all of the attention as much as possible because he loves it, mm-hmm. right? And then see if I can get him to yeah, close to me.
1: I mean, nobody can blame her for it.
0: No, I mean, I mean,
1: we're all kind of like, oh, Charlotte, come on,
0: exactly, you could do better, but exactly, can she? And just as you know, you said she's being. Practical, a damn shame. I don't know. Yeah. Without having ever been handsome, she felt all the good luck of it. I mean, that's the only thing I can keep reading over and over again. Oh, Charlotte. Then I asked, "Do oh, I I had a question mark here, Heather.
1: Oh, what's your question? Do the
0: girls want to come out? The younger girls formed hopes of coming out a year or two sooner than they might have otherwise done. Yeah. So it sounds like they didn't want to come out, or am I misreading that?
1: No, I think they did want to come out. Okay. That's how I read it. Let me look again.
0: Of coming out. a you're too sooner.
1: Yeah, the girls oh, yes, 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 yes. of coming sometimes out. Sometimes I
0: have to reread things yeah. and reread things. Okay. Well,
1: the way things are worded, your brain sometimes can of flip the, the words around. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they probably are typical age, what? 15, 16 for coming out. So they might have been just a little bit older than they would have wanted to because Charlotte is not engaged.
1: Yeah, because I'm trying to remember. I remember watching a video where it talked about how expensive it is for the girls to be out because they have to spend so much money on fashion every season.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: where Sir Lucas has the title, he doesn't have as much money as some of the other people so like he probably couldn't afford to have multiple girls out at the same time
0: which is sensible and maybe that's something that mr bennett should have yeah done
1: he could have saved that money towards their dowries towards their income Mm -hmm. once he's gone that's Mm -hmm. where i was like at one on one of the episodes i was saying like yeah like he expected to have a boy but at some point he must have realized that was no longer a possibility and at that point he should have planned accordingly and he did not
0: he did not he did not he did not he has the, more
1: money than sir lucas
0: he does and he but he probably the things that he wants cost more so they'll yeah
1: yeah well, having five girls out, I really wish that I remembered how much the clothes cost. I think that they were saying it was something like the equivalent today would be like ten thousand dollars. A young lady will spend on their clothes for the season, or something like that. And then to have five girls out at once.
0: Not smart. Not so smart yeah, at all. but I don't he know, just doesn't. He money. doesn't. He doesn't like. He's not your atypical, you know, gentleman, let's say, right? Mr. He's Bennett, just yeah. doing, Yeah, he's just doing his own thing. He's quirky. Yeah. And I think as much as Elizabeth loves him, she knows that he could be doing things a little bit differently and saying things a yeah. little bit differently. Because at the Netherfield Ball, he himself didn't know how to really express Handle himself things. the right way. Yeah, yeah.
1: In some ways he's just as silly as Lydia and Kitty and Mrs. Bennett, although he would never admit it.
0: You're absolutely right.
1: Like he can definitely make a fool of himself and of the family.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and he gets a kick out of it though, which is yeah. doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't help at all.
1: Oh, Mr. Bennett.
0: Oh, Mr. Bennett indeed. All right. Let's continue here shall we talk about how shocked and disappointed elizabeth is with charlotte she is very. Oh yeah that still so. is
1: the same chapter
0: <laughs> it is the yeah, same chapter. So
1: charlotte comes the next day to tell lizzie and she doesn't believe her right
0: she yeah why should you be surprised my dear eliza do you think it incredible that mr collins should not be able to procure any woman's good opinion because he was now so happy as to succeed with you. Whew, I thought that was a burn.
1: Yeah, because, oh, here it is. She goes, engaged to Mr. Mm-hmm, Collins, my mm-hmm. dear Charlotte, impossible.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, that's
1: not mm-hmm. how you want one of your friends to react. <laughs> to no. yeah, I, I,
0: I, I mean, but they do preface it with her, like knowing that she would, you know, react a certain way but I feel like maybe it was just a little bit too much even for her like really like
1: yeah oh and here she goes I am not romantic you know I never was I ask only a comfortable home and considering Mr. Collins character connections and situation in life I am convinced that my chance of happiness with him is as fair as most people can boast of entering the marriage state so yeah it goes back to her being practical she knows what her situation is and she knows what options she has in the world
0: and also her family i mean the girls yeah. are waiting to come out they cannot come out until she is out it's a lot of it's it, it's it's a lot i i understand lizzie's point of view right like he's just like not worthy enough to be in a relationship with someone who is i don't know what the word is because there is someone out there for anyone yeah. right but he is such a character
1: <laughs> he is such a character that's putting it wildly
0: oh my gosh i just can't like but at, like it's, it's it seems that charlie would be the type of person to be with him that type of personality yeah. she's very chill
1: yeah and we'll see that later on in the book that she can handle him and she can deal with him yes where like he would have drove Lizzie crazy yes
0: like everything he did everything he would do would say would be preposterous to her It's was like really mm-hmm. and she like me.
1: we talked about that before like she can't keep her mouth shut
0: no 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 so
1: she would say things that would probably upset oh, him and make it gosh. even worse
0: they would have had a horrible marriage oh my god yeah gracious. so she
1: was like on point when she was like absolutely we're not getting married like I would not make you happy and you wouldn't make me happy. Like, what are you thinking?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have anything else for chapter 22? I, I would... actually
0: do not yeah. believe it or not. Well, the fact of the matter is, Lizzie has to deal with it. A decision yeah. has been made.
1: And yeah, her friend has told her. So it was nice that Charlotte came and told Lizzie first. Like, first, yeah. Because in chapter three, Sir William Lucas comes over to announce. To the Bennetts of Charlotte's engagement. And nobody believes him. And uh Lizzie has to step in and be like, no, it's true. Charlotte came over and she told me herself. <laughs> so,
0: And they think she's absolutely crazy also. Yeah.
1: Mrs. Bennett was, I wrote that she was so upset that she was practically speechless.
0: She thought that, okay, in the uh, first place, she... she persisted in disbelieving the whole matter. This was after Sir William left. Mm -hmm. secondly she was very sure that mr collins had been taken in thirdly she trusted that they would never be happy together and fourthly that the match might be broken off
1: yeah and then she also says that elizabeth was the real cause of all the mischief yes yes and that she herself had been barbarously used by all of them yes (sighs) And nothing could console and nothing could appease her, nor did the day wear out her resentment. A week elapsed before she could see Elizabeth without scolding her. A month passed away before she could speak to Sir William or Lady Lucas without being rude. And many months were gone before she could at all forgive their daughter. <laughs> so so she has a fit, as we only expect Mrs. Exactly. Bennett
0: the only thing she does best I would say
1: yeah exactly <laughs> she's great at having a fit
0: oh my gosh at getting
1: her nerves all worked up
0: she's just too much like so a-
1: poor Mrs. Bennett
0: and then here comes Jane like you gotta understand the reason why this is being done I love I like I love Jane. Yeah, she's so yeah, she's, she's also very, I think, practical, right?
1: Yeah, she's practical and she's just very good. I wrote down, Lady Lucas keeps finding reasons to visit Longboard because she wants to rub it in.
0: Yeah, that's right. She would visit more <laughs> often.
1: Um, so Mister Bennett oh, yeah. ends up leaving, and he writes to and um he Mr. writes to Bennett- Mister Bennett that he's going to return in a fortnight. Um so that he could plan a visit with Charlotte. Oh, wow. oh. Sorry, oh, I'm trying to read my handwriting.
0: You uh, are like me, what the heck am I writing? Though he returned most punctually on the Monday fortnight, but his reception at Longbourn was not quite so gracious as it had been on his first introduction. He was too happy, however, to need much attention, and luckily for the others, the business of love making revealed them from a great deal of his company. The chief of every day was spent by him at Lucas Lodge, and he sometimes returned to Longbourn only in time to make an apology for his absence before the family went to bed. I think that's what I was confusing it with earlier, the uh, scene right here, yeah.
1: Of this chapter, I also wrote down about Mr. Bennett, mm-hmm. how, so it goes it starts with mrs bennett so she says indeed mr bennett said she it is very hard to think that charlotte lucas should ever be mistress of the house that i should be forced to make way for her and live to see her take my place in it and mr bennett goes my dear do not give way to such gloomy thoughts let us hope better things let us flatter ourselves that i may be the survivor like he's so bad
0: he is the worst he's the <laughs> like, worst
1: like we love it we find it funny but he's terrible to his wife
0: he really is and she's just like oh like i i don't even know how she actually deals with him on a day-to-day basis well, but yeah how does he deal with her on a day-to-day basis
1: at the, well the next line says that she basically just ignores him it says this was not very consoling to mrs bennett and therefore instead of making any answers she went on as before i cannot bear to think that they should have all this estate if it were not for the intel i should not mind and uh yeah so she just goes on acting like nothing happened because that's like her way of coping with him
0: being a terrible person they're just back and forth yeah oh my goodness and that is the end
1: Yeah, that's the end of chapter 23. It's very. So my book does not distinguish between volume one and volume two. So volume one ends at the end of chapter 23.
0: Mine does. Yes, it does. It ends at the end of chapter 23. And I just wanted to point out, we ended volume one the way we started volume one, with the banter or whatever you want to call it between Mr. and Mrs. Bennett. Yeah. I just realized that.
1: That's a really interesting point.
0: I just realized that. Ooh, sucky sucky now. This is when things become.
1: Oh, let me just read this one line because I think this is important. And this will come up a little bit later too. How anyone could have the conscience to entail away an estate from one's own daughters. I cannot understand. And all for the sake of Mr. Collins too. Why should he have it more than anyone else? So that's actually a really smart thing that Missus Bennett says, and it's going to come up in a couple of chapters again. I mean, from in someone terms else. of,
0: in terms of you know, modern society, like that's fucking bullshit. Yeah.
1: Well, no, because we're going to see else. in a couple of chapters, I
0: can't wait
1: that somebody else is of the opinion that it's not right for an entail to be taken away from daughters, because we find out. Well, it's it's not outright said, but it's implied, and like I've seen historians talk about this too. Entails don't have to ignore women.
0: Oh, okay. So now I'm like super curious. Let's do it. Let's
1: go. <laughs> How long-winded are we gonna be? We're being pretty good. We got through two chapters already.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's just you know, Mr. Collins and his love making, like whatever. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. When it comes to the sad part.
1: Yeah, mm. chapter twenty four. Caroline writes to Jane, Jane and basically says like, yeah, they're they're settled in London for the winter, and concluded with her her brother's regret and not having the time to pay his respects to his friends in Hertfordshire before they left the country. So basically being like, yeah, sorry, Jane, we're not coming back.
0: It is just a shame.
1: To Caroline's assertion of her brother's being partial to Miss Darcy, she paid no credit. And much as she had always been disposed to like him, she could not think without anger, hardly without contempt on the easiness of Of temper temper. that want of proper resolution, which now made him the slave of his designing friends and led him to sacrifice his own happiness to the caprice of their inclinations so yeah she totally thinks that he's just like going along with his friends and she's like okay whatever like if you want to ruin your own happiness but you're ruining jane's and right there she's not having that because jane is too good
0: jane is too good and this is just she recalls that time that she spent with them at netherfield and how easily he's persuaded and that's what comes up in her brain and that's why it's being brought up now because he thinks he was just easily you know manipulated into staying like oh no we can stay here we can do this we can do that but who knows what's being told to him to get him to stay also even though we know i mean we we know later on more information yeah. but not knowing supposedly anything now and we're believing to a certain extent what miss bingley is saying it's still a she says yeah. she says she said situation here
1: because at this point like she's still jane's friend mm-hmm. or that's how she appears but
0: so she talks about miss darcy in i don't know if it's this letter but at least the previous letter she talks about miss darcy And now, her and Mister Bingley are like, you know, have eyes on each other.
1: Oh, yeah. No, she does write about Miss Darcy.
0: To Caroline's assertion of her brother's being partial to Miss Darcy, she paid no credit. So, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. Miss Darcy's praise occupied the chief of it. So, in this letter, also, it's the only way mention her. Yeah, it's the only way to get Jane to realize that there's absolutely no hope besides the fact that they've stayed in London for, you know. They're staying in London for the winter season.
1: Yeah, and Jane does say that she's like, okay, this is it. I'm not gonna, like, repine over him. Like,
0: mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm.
1: basically like, it is what it is.
0: And she still thinks dearly of Miss Bingley.
1: Yeah. Well, not dearly, because but, you know, she, she well, still thinks she doesn't, that they She thinks that around. she is coming at it from a friend trying to warn her or not realizing what her true feelings were. Do they
0: have like any other friends? Like really? That's just the way I'm saying this right now. The only person that she has, in my opinion, because I do not live with them as a friend, is Lizzie. Lizzie has Charlotte. Yeah,
1: actually they don't really talk about any others because they don't well I'm sure Charlotte is friends with Jane too, just because Lizzie's so close with her. But mm-hmm. she's not like best friends like she is with Lizzie.
0: I think if I think if Yeah there was ever a decision of oh we're gonna hang out we have an opportunity to hang out with Charlotte today Jane would say okay have fun I'll see you guys later I don't feel like going I don't need to be there
1: yeah it seems like Jane doesn't really have anyone other than Lizzie that's around her age in the area like they are pretty secluded being in the country
0: very fascinating like my my, my head is just like thinking like Man of Green Gables, right? Like everyone went to this like one school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so back in the day. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So they go from talking about Mr. Bingley to talking about Charlotte's situation. <laughs> Instead of marriage, I'm calling it a situation. Her engagement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like whatever the charlotte marriage with mr collins it's just like oh no oh look this is where jane says you do not make allowance enough for difference of situation and temper consider mr collins's respectability and charlotte's prudent steady character remember that she is one of a large family that as to fortune it is a most eligible match And be ready to believe, for everybody's sake, that she may feel something like regard and esteem for our cousin.
1: Lizzie says...
0: Please, please read that sentence. I'm looking at one right now. Go ahead,
1: go for it. (laughs) To apply to, I would try to believe almost anything, but no one else could be benefited by such a belief as this. And here's where it really gets like hot. Oh yeah. Were I persuaded that Charlotte had any regard for him, I should only think worse of her understanding than I do now of her heart. (laughs) My dear Jane, Mister Collins is a conceited, pompous, narrow-minded, silly man. You know he is, as well as I do, and you must feel as well as I do, that the woman who marries him cannot have a proper way of thinking. You shall not defend her, though it is Charlotte Lucas. You shall not, for the sake of one individual, challenge the meaning of principle and integrity, nor endeavor to persuade yourself or me that selfishness is prudence I and guess. insensibility of danger, security for happiness.
0: I Boom. love that line all the time I reread I reread that last line like over and over again like I'm like I just see her like if it were me I would be pointing fingers like you shall not for the sake of one individual change the meaning of principle and integrity not like I would just be going off I like I could I could feel her in that last sentence how much she's just like this is absolutely fucking crazy
1: she's not wrong but i feel like that's so harsh on her best friend
0: (laughs) because she's so because she thought she knew charlotte and clearly she didn't know charlotte enough that is where it is that's the issue here and as much as lizzie tries to like play it cool like she is hurt she's hurt she is and that's not brought up at all You know, because I suppose they're British ways. They cannot really show their emotions to a certain extent. Like, come on now. And she thought like they were on the same page with certain things. And like Jane said, you're not thinking of the reasons why. Like, she's 27 years old. She has to do something. And if he's willing to marry her, she's going to take that freaking opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean, you see it with, like, the relief of her family when she does get engaged. Yes. Like, her her situation her, is impacting every single person in her family, and she doesn't want to be a burden. She doesn't. You really feel for her. Like, I'm so glad that we don't live back in those times.
0: No. I think we would have been fine, though. We would have gotten great matches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I Wrote down Jane doesn't think that sisters would block a man if he was into somebody, so she's in denial about Caroline and Louisa trying to block Charles from. Oh, her
0: okay, I if, got like, I, he actually
1: had feelings.
0: I got so confused. I'm like, You mean block like cock block? Hey, basically, <laughs> I thought we were trying to say, it. just say it, girl, just say it because I got so confused, yeah, like. There's Because she doesn't anticipate them being selfish because that's not the way they are in yeah. their family. But I feel like even saying that seems wrong because Lydia would totally be selfish.
1: Yeah. Change just too naive when it comes to oh
0: my goodness, the evils yes. of the
1: world. And then I made note of Mr. Bennett at the end of Chapter 24. He goes... I guess, like, Mr. Bennett was taking note of that Bingley wasn't around and stuff, so Mm -hmm, he goes, mm -hmm. so Lizzie, said he Mm -hmm. one day, your sister is cross in love, I find. I congratulate her. Next to being married, a girl likes to be cross in love a little now and then. It's something to think of and gives her a sort of distinction among her companions. When is your turn to come? You will hardly bear to be long outdone by Jane. Now is your time. Here are officers enough at Meriton to disappoint all the young ladies in the country. Let Wickham be your man. He is a pleasant fellow and would jilt you credibly.
0: Good Lord. He was just on point with that shit. But I also was like, okay, Dad, like, take a fucking chill pill, dude. Like, what the Heck, are you saying? Like, he just says yeah. so much, like, assuming, like, oh, girls are like this. They're like that. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Like, he just but... likes to start shit. He
0: does. Of course, she responds, Thank you, sir. But a less agreeable man would satisf- satisfy me. We must not all expect Jane's good fortune. And I was like, Well, that's not nice either. <laughs> I like, What is going on between these two? Because they feed off of each other. They do. I put down that Jane feels too deeply, refuses to see slash think that others are bad and would rather think she misunderstood situation. Like you said, she's too good. Yeah. She's too good. She's too trusting.
1: Yeah. Everything. She's too sweet. She's too naive. She's too trusting. She's too gentle of a soul.
0: Do you think it's naivete or it's just, she's so her outlook is so positive
1: i say naivety because she does come to an understanding in a few chapters that she misunderstood the situation and that she had things wrong and that the world is a little bit less of a kind place for her
0: okay Mm -hmm. all right
1: but she's not as naive as some people could be like i would say that lydia is probably more naive than she is
0: Hmm. This is a very good discussion right now because Lydia is a brat.
1: Yes. 1000%. Right?
0: She is a brat. I think that she is naive, right? hmm But she's so loud and obnoxious that it's hard to believe that she's naive.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that.
0: Right? Like, she's all over the place in everybody's business and she hasn't learned a damn thing Mm -hmm. so she should know better but because she's so self-involved she just doesn't know better Yes, if that makes any sense
1: that makes total sense and I 100% agree with you you're absolutely right
0: you know what Heather I'm really truly starting to think that in just a second that Maybe she isn't naive. She knows what she's doing all along. (laughs) You think? You cannot tell me. I mean, like, the rules have to apply to everybody. Why is it different for her?
1: Am I being naive, thinking that she's naive? Perchance. Listeners, what do you think? Is Lydia Bennett naive?
0: Or not naive. That is the question. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I love that you you made a statement that you immediately... Disagreed with your own statement, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how complicated some of these characters are. Because, yeah, like maybe Lydia's fooling me. Maybe she isn't as naive as I just assume that she is. Maybe she's that cunning and calculating.
0: Like, like ugh, I wish we could fast forward. Yeah, I, I was going to say people, we're not
1: there yet. To be we are not to really there yet.
0: This. Yes, we are not there yet, and this is a question that will be posted is lydia naive or not later on probably when the series is up next chapter which is for me too and for you 25
1: 25. yeah so goodbye mr collins he leaves he's not gonna come back until the wedding we don't want to see you and the gardeners arrive
0: yay we love the gardeners so
1: uncle and aunt gardener And they're there for Christmas. So it's the Christmas Mm -hmm. season.
0: Mm -hmm. And they are, Mr. Gardner is the brother of Mrs. Bennett and what's her name? Mrs. Phillips. Lord have mercy.
1: (laughs) Mr. Gardner is the brother of Mrs. Bennett and Mrs. Phillips. Yes, And he is a lawyer, and he lives in Cheapside in London.
0: Yes, Grace Church Street. We will eventually find out.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. And so, yeah, they're visiting for the Christmas season.
0: And Mrs. Gardner has a close relationship with Jane and Lizzie, particularly Mm -hmm. Lizzie.
1: Yeah, so Mrs. Bennett, Vince, all about everything going on to Mrs. Gardner.
0: As Um, if Mrs. Poor Gardner did not know.
1: I know, she knew. They told her. She writes to the girls all the time. Lizzie and Mrs. Gardner get <laughs> together and they decide that Jane needs to go off to London for a change of pace. And perfect. that is a brilliant idea.
0: Perfect, We fully perfect, support perfect. that. But and- did they ever think that maybe Jane would want to go visit Ms. Bingley? I don't think they thought of that. As I was reading this, I was like, oh, why did like, they think of that?
1: By being in London?
0: Yes. That's still too close for comfort. And they, they might probably... accidentally bump into each other. I mean, listen, I know that they're still not in the same social Yeah. What, is that but the word? as
1: big as London is, it's still small.
0: It's very small. Yeah. Why not?
1: I don't know that they thought of it. Or if they did think of it, they maybe thought it was a good thing. I don't know.
0: I want to know. Jane,
1: we need some answers. Us.
0: She's not telling me anything. <laughs> telling okay.
1: Someday yeah. we'll ask her. Be like We need to know what was the thinking. Well, I want to talk about how much I love Mrs. Gardner because she... I oh, know, wait, I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun to chapter 26. I still love Mrs. <laughs> Gardner, but um, they stay a week. So they stay like over the Christmas week. It turns out that Mrs. Gardner has Mm -hmm. mutual connections and Mm -hmm. stuff with Wickham because, Mm -hmm. like, she grew up in the same area as Mm -hmm. Wickham and Darcy.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's
1: a small world.
0: Oh, yes. And I have to say that I like that she put Lizzie. She alerted Lizzie. About the fact that she's giving him a little bit too much attention. But
1: that's chapter 26. That's what oh, I was about to say. bloody hell. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's chapter 26. But do you have anything else about chapter
0: 25? Uh, let me look. Let me see. Oh. Because she literally... thinks the match is not good.
1: That's the first sentence of chapter 26.
0: Oh, my it bad. It really okay. just
1: transitions right into that. So we're just going to go in Sorry, into... guys.
0: Sorry, guys. My chapter three is... <laughs> chapter 26 but like
1: chapter 25 didn't have a whole lot it was basically just like saying like hey the gardeners are here and saying that they were spending the christmas week and that she she like spent time in the same geographic area as wickham Mm -hmm. and has Mm -hmm. some natural acquaintances So, yeah, chapter 26 opens up with Mrs. Gardner having a heart-to-heart with Lizzie about Wickham. And do you want to go into it?
0: Where should I start?
1: And this is why we love her. This is why she is...
0: I am ready to say the whole paragraph of (laughs) it.
1: Tell us why Mrs. Gardner is the goat of all ants in Pride and Prejudice.
0: You are too sensible a girl, Lizzie, to fall in love merely because you are warned against it. And therefore, I am not afraid of speaking openly. Seriously, I would have you be on your guard. Do not involve yourself or endeavor to involve him in an affection which the want of fortune would make so very imprudent. I have nothing to say against him. He is a most interesting young man. And if he had the fortune he ought to have, I should think you could not do better, but as it is, you must not let your fancy run away with you. You have sense, and we all expect you to use it. Your father would depend on your resolution and good conduct, I am sure. You must not disappoint your father.
1: There you go. Listen to your auntie.
0: I just love, like, she, like, uses her personality against her in a way. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. That's a good observation.
0: Is it you have sense, and we expect, we all expect you to use it. I think that. Okay. Oh my God. Being brought up by my mother, I think that was the gist of my. Oh my gosh, my teenage years and my, my or all of my years. Like you have sense, use it. Like don't yeah. do something stupid with a boy. It's always it was always about a boy, right? So, I understand this coming from Mrs. Gardner. Definitely. I, I've experienced yeah. it personally. Yeah, Lizzie, like, let, you're, you're the know. sensible one. Yeah, like, you're, like, you have sense. Like, freaking use it. Like, open your eyes just a little bit more and just be aware that he's not coming at you with anything, so he must want something.
1: Yeah. And, like, Lizzie knowing... It's probably extra, like straight through the heart, because Lizzie knows that her younger sisters don't have any sense, and she Mm -hmm. does not want to be like them. Like she wants to be the opposite. Good observation.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So Mrs. Gardner knows this because she knows Lizzie, and so yeah, she's like psychologically, like
0: Mm -hmm. utilizing
1: what she knows to get.
0: Don't be. A, I have to say, while I was reading this, I, I wanted to say, like, don't be a Lydia.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Don't be a Lydia. And, and, and man, it's just, and it's that's just a simply, red herring, it, right? Oh, mm-hmm. Big time. I I think that she, you know, obviously she, obviously she, she calls her out, but it's just more like, just like, just be aware. Like she said, like, like she's questioned caution to Elizabeth was punctually and kindly given on the first favorable opportunity so she was warning her just to simply like be on the lookout to make sure maybe that this isn't that he's coming after you with money you know I, I feel like there was a little undertone also along with the fact that society would look down on this because he doesn't have anything and you're kind of lowering yourself and you shouldn't be lowering yourself you should be upping yourself
1: yeah Like she's not even going to, that would not even, that match would not even maintain where she's at. It would lower her.
0: Yeah. She needs to be where she's at or more.
1: And she also doesn't want to fall into what her father fell into where he looked at the surface Mm -hmm. and he like was attracted to Mrs. Bennett's beauty and stuff like that. And he like didn't look for somebody that was gonna have a sustainable future with him where like Wickham might be very charming and stuff like that but his lack of prospects is not going to make their relationship sustainable so they lord. leave and they take Jane Mr. Collins comes back for the wedding the lord but he's at the Lucases so screw him Charlotte comes over to say goodbye and ask Lizzie to come to Huntsford she in says- March
0: she says, I shall depend on hearing from you very often, Eliza. Yeah.
1: Because she's going to be stuck with all these people she doesn't know.
0: Yeah, it it makes sense. It definitely yeah. makes sense.
1: Sir William Lucas and Mariah are due to come in March to visit Charlotte. So she begs Lizzie to come with them. And then the situation happens. <laughs> we'll just call it the situation. <sighs> and they go off to Huntsford.
0: Let's yeah, just get it over with. Yeah. We don't need to know all but the it details. But it does However, immediately.
1: Immediately it says that Charlotte and Lizzie do start corresponding. So that's nice. So yes. They're back to their friendship. And then uh, Lizzie and Jane also correspond. And that's when we find out that Jane is a little less naive now.
0: I wrote down another little note. Miss B, which I'm assuming is Bingley. Bingley's attachment to Miss Darcy. Um, It must have been. Yeah, so Caroline oh. has come
1: herself that Bingley no, is Jane.
0: Attached. Jane has convinced Miss uh, B, Miss Bennett. Miss Bennett uh, convinces herself that Bingley is attached to Miss Bennett because of freaking Bingley. Yeah. Caroline Bingley.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so basically, Lizzie gets letters from Jane, and Jane says that she went and saw Caroline when she was over in that part of town and Caroline was kind of like acting not herself and stuff. So she just Mm -hmm. like chalked it up to like, it was a bad day. And then she waits and waits and waits because when you visit somebody, they're supposed to visit you. She ended up coming. And when she did come, it was very evident that she had no pleasure in it. She made a slight formal apology for not calling before, said not a word of wishing to see me again, and was in every respect so so altered a creature that when she went away, I was perfectly resolved to continue the acquaintance no longer. Yep bitch. And then she wrote, I pity, though I cannot help blaming her. She was very wrong in singling me out as she did. I can safely say that every advance to intimacy began on her side. But I pity her because she must felt that she had been acting wrong. And because I am very sure that anxiety for her brother is the cause of it. Jane's trying to, like, excuse it. She, like, she is.
0: She is a bitch. It's yeah. Like, e- e- even then, she's trying to, like, play it off, like she made a mistake in singling me out. like no like oh like I just I wish that Jane would just open up her eyes just a little bit more that's the whole theme of of my topics today just open up your eyes a little bit more Lizzie and Jane and just face the yeah. reality that these people aren't who they say they are at all well,
1: later on in the letter she says if I were not afraid of judging harshly, I should be almost tempted to say that there's a strong appearance of mm-hmm. duplicity and all this
0: go with your yes. gut feeling girl go you know with your it, gut James. feeling but she's so like you say so like naive that she just truly truly believes that there has to be a, a logical reason for everything that people aren't mean no fucking people are mean this yeah. girl's a fucking bitch oh she sucks she does suck
1: Jane is so much better than her in every manner.
0: Yes. She definitely is the best. Definitely. The sweetest, the sweetest, the sweetest. <sighs> she encourages Lizzie to go visit Charlotte.
1: Yes. I lost my notes. <laughs> Where did they
0: go? That's okay.
1: I got too I it. just
0: notice things as I go along over here. I just feel bad for her. She's just so, like, out of it you know?
1: Oh, I made a note. The only other thing I have of note for chapter 26 is that um, Lizzie lets Aunt Gardner know that Wickham has moved on to Miss King because Miss King has 10000 a year.
0: Wait, that's in this chapter?
1: Yeah, it's past the letter.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I do want to say one thing that I yeah. just noticed now after the letter that. Da, 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 da. okay uh, lizzie says his character as in mr bingley sunk on every review of it and as a punishment for him as well as a possible advantage to jane she seriously hoped he might really soon marry mr darcy's sister as by wickham's account that's not being italicized in the book i'm italicizing yeah. it she would make him abundantly regret what he had thrown away
1: I have something to say about that in a couple chapters too.
0: You still on his every word? Yeah, she's still on his every word.
1: She's hoping, (sighs) in that respect, she's hoping that his account was correct.
0: She has well uh, she still truly believes that Darcy is a horrible individual, and this Bingley isn't helping the situation out by being a horrible individual. She hasn't interacted
1: with him in chapters.
0: No. So
1: yeah, her opinion has no reason to be changed.
0: But the last interaction that they had was not exactly the best interaction either.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: Oy. Okay.
1: Uh, but to go back to Lizzie telling Miss mm-hmm. Gardner, uh, Aunt Gardner that Wickham has moved on. She says, I am now convinced, my dear aunt, that I've never been much in love, for had I really experienced that pure and elevating passion, I should at present detest his very name and wish him all manner of evil. But my feelings are not only cordial towards him, they're even impartial towards Miss King. I cannot find out that I hate her at all, or that I am in the least unwilling to think her a very good sort of girl. There can be no love in all this. My watchfulness has been effectual. And though I should certainly be more interesting, be a more interesting object to all my acquaintances, where I distractedly in love with him, I cannot say that I regret my comparative insignificance. So, yeah. So she's not even jealous of Miss King.
0: No. And that's all she needed to happen Mm -hmm. to realize oh, it's just a fancy, it's just a flash in the pan and then that's it it's a crush that she had and she's never had a crush before
1: yeah she just kind of fancied him yeah she says kitty and lydia take his defection much more to heart than i do
0: and it's probably really more lydia than kitty
1: yeah because kitty just goes along
0: lydia her emotions are like completely irrational (laughs) all over the place
1: she is all over the place yeah, so that's what I have for chapter 26. We're just plugging along.
0: Look at us.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else for 26?
0: Let me see. I don't think so. But I do have, for the next chapter, one little note.
1: I really don't have a whole lot for chapter 27. What do you have?
0: Um, The only, wait, let me make sure chapter 26 seven is four four okay perfect i just put dinner four to six thirty because i know we've had this discussion before too <laughs> i'm all about the timing of everything oh, did
1: they have dinner question. at four to six thirty
0: it said dinner four to six thirty let me see exactly where it is lord have mercy
1: well that makes sense because so like just to preface this like, we do a time jump. We fast forward to March. Lizzie, Sir William, and Mariah go to London on Ooh, their way whoa, to Huntsford.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. We fast forward all the way to March?
1: Yeah, it's now March. They're going to Huntsford. Oh, duh.
0: Okay, never mind. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I forgot what I read. You
1: have to remember James letter, she has been it. in London at least a month, I think.
0: It says it right here. January and February pass away. <laughs> March. This is literally the third and fourth lines of this chapter yeah
1: Yeah. so they're they're on their way to huntsford and london is on the way so they stop in london for the night they have dinner with the gardeners and then they go to like the theater or something really the only thing i noted was that aunt gardner and lizzie discuss miss king and wickham and they hope that wickham isn't just trying to go after miss king for her money
0: right you know, I'm, I'm reading along just to read along so that we can have this discussion. And sometimes these discussions bring out questions in me. So is Lizzie thinking Wickham a little bit differently now? And this, oh, wait a second. Hold up. Wait a second. Hold on. Okay. I do have a whole full post-it of discussion here. Okay. Okay. This exchange between Eliza and Mrs. G shows us that Lizzie is somewhat flippant and naive about courting, almost as though to each their own could care less. Does that make sense? Because she's very much like, what was it? She she just said something that I was just like, oh, like, it's kind of like, that's Miss King's problem. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Because... Here's a line, but my dear Elizabeth, she added, What sort of girl is Miss King? I should mm-hmm. be sorry to think our friend mercenary. Pray, my dear Aunt, what is the difference in matrimonial mm-hmm. affairs between mm-hmm. the mercenary and the prudent motive? Where does the discretion end and avarice an ab- begin? Last Christmas, you were afraid of his marrying me because it would be imprudent. And now because he is trying to get a girl with only 10,000 pounds, you want to find out if he is mercenary. So, yeah, I can get that.
0: Yeah. And I like her response. If you will only tell me what sort of girl Miss King is, I shall know what to think. And then she says, Elizabeth, is a very good kind of girl, I believe. I know no harm of her. But he paid her not the smallest attention till her grandfather's death made her mistress of this portion. No, why should he? If it was not allowable for him to gain my affections because I had no money, what occasion could there be for making love to a girl whom he did not care about and who was equally poor? But there seems indelicacy in directing his attentions towards her so soon after this Mm -hmm. event. A man in distressed circumstances has not the has not time for all those elegant decorums which other people may observe if she does not object to it why should we her not objecting does not justify him it only shows her being deficient in something sense or feeling well cried elizabeth have it as you choose he shall be mercenary and she shall be foolish no lizzie that is what i do not choose I should be sorry, you know, to think ill of a young man who has lived so long in Derbyshire. It, it was—it's like such a oh, oh. If that is all, I have a very poor opinion of young men who live in Derbyshire, and their intimate friends who live in Hertfordshire are not much better. I am sick of them all. Thank heaven, I am going tomorrow, where I shall find a man. Has not one agreeable quality, who has neither manner nor sense to recommend him. Stupid men are the only ones worth knowing after all. Take care, Lizzie. That <laughs> speech savors strongly of disappointment. That exchange is like
1: Yeah. That's
0: fantastic. a great conversation. It is, it, it it is. It's just like they each have their own points that are valid. Lizzie is being very um progressive in her way of thinking. Yeah, not to say that Mrs. Gardner wouldn't be, but she is a conformist in the sense that she's just like this is what society deems a man should be doing and a woman should be doing and so on and so forth. Yeah, she she's like absolutely right in saying like his attentions towards her so soon after the grandfather's death, like he wasn't essentially paying her not essentially definitely not giving her the time of day and then he found out that her grandfather left her money after he passed and Lizzie's like hey if she doesn't have a problem with it why should we have a problem with it which is absolutely right that is their situation that is something that they must deal with that is something that she Miss King needs to be sensible about
1: that's like such a things as much as things change they always remain the same because this Mm -hmm. conversation could take place right now in today's times,
0: you're absolutely right. You're Jade, absolutely, you're right. freaking
1: genius.
0: Absolutely right. I think that, yeah, you know, she was progressive herself. Yeah, it applies to everything, and it doesn't apply to,
1: yeah, because yeah, like obviously, like you don't want somebody being mercenary. You don't want them taking advantage of somebody, but if the person who's being taken advantage doesn't care, wow how is yeah. it any business of yours? Mm-hmm.
0: Why should why should we?
1: Yeah,
0: she was Lizzie was on the defensive about it, mm-hmm. and it's like why is she? But yet, why wouldn't she be? Like she was definitely
1: well, and we're gonna find out why. Because yeah, she's still she's on the defensive because it's Wickham,
0: and I never really thought yeah. about that. And I see it actually differently. Okay, I see it as her just being. Somewhat of a feminist, I guess. Yeah, you know. But
1: does she have that same perspective later?
0: Oh, geez, which it's scene are easy, you talking about?
1: It's easy to have a perspective and be, quote unquote, progressive in like theory when it's not affecting your family.
0: That is true.
1: So I guess it just shows that nothing is like clear cut.
0: That is very, 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 very true. Well, sometimes when it's too close for comfort,
1: yeah, you, you become irrational.
0: Mind. Yeah, yeah. Irrational, that's another word of the day.
1: <laughs> so I didn't make a note of this, but I realized right after their conversation, that's when they they separate and she had the unexpected happiness of an invitation to accompany her uncle and aunt in a mm-hmm. tour. A pleasure, which they propose taking in the summer, so they're going to go vacation together, the three of them.
0: That's right.
1: Dun, so dun, each dun.
0: of the girl. Oh yes, we know what the duns and are. Oh yeah, I I find it not that I find it like we know like Mrs. Gardner, and I guess by extension, Mr. Gardner, prefer the company of Jane and Elizabeth.
1: Yeah. And well, they're the, the more three. mature ones, and. The more uh, level, they have like ones. they have more personality um, um, or like mature personality.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say because oh, yeah. Lydia has like they would have
1: more, days, so. yeah, she's got personality to spare. Uh, mm. They have more in common with the aunt and uncle.
0: They do, they have the same type of temperament.
1: Temperament that's a good way to put it. That's what it is. That's
0: what yeah. it is. All right.
1: That was chapter 27, and then chapter 28, they finish their travels to Huntsford.
0: Finally. And, uh
1: Lizzie and Charlotte are reunited, and they're happy to see each other. They which is are, so and, nice. it's,
0: and it's genuine from Elizabeth's yeah. point. We love right? our
1: female friendships.
0: We do, we do, we do. Everyone has, you yeah. know, moments where...
1: Yeah, like this could have gone know, south. But there
0: is our ruffled...
1: Yeah, but they didn't
0: let it. But It's interesting that earlier on, like, when they were writing to each other, she was like, you know, it's not with the same. And I know I'm not going to find it, so I'm not even going to look for it. But, like, it's not as before for her.
1: It's not as comfortable.
0: Maybe. Intimate. She still feels betrayed, for lack of a better word. I don't think she ever used that, but that's basically it mr collins is just being mr collins
1: yeah so i wrote down and this kind of like i think i didn't write down
0: anything i didn't take any notes i'm like collins is just being well this wasn't
1: about him directly this was about charlotte this is where i think like lizzie realizes that maybe they that the marriage wasn't as terrible of an idea as she thought it was gonna be Mm -hmm. um just like a smidge because she wrote or, or, like, let me see. When Mr. Collins said anything of which his wife might reasonably be ashamed, which certainly was not unseldom, she involuntarily turned her eye on to Charlotte. Once or twice she could discern a faint blush, but in general, Charlotte wisely did not hear. So Charlotte, like, doesn't react to him and just lets it go. And then... Yes. Uh, they talk about, like, how Mr. Collins likes to work in the garden, mm-hmm. and Charlotte talked of the helpfulness of exercise and that she encouraged him to be out there as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, Charlotte's coming in on her own as being a wife to Mr. Collins and is figuring out, like, how this marriage is going to work. She's not yeah. stupid. So, yeah, so their, their visit starts, and... Sir Lucas, Sir William Lucas is like overjoyed as he should be. Yeah, him and Mr. Collins are getting along, blah 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 um, they assume that they're going to see Lady Catherine at church on Sunday but then Miss Burr stops by in her carriage mm-hmm. and uh, Lizzie thinks that that's very rude because she has Charlotte and Collins standing out there and she doesn't like the idea of Charlotte standing in the wind mm-hmm. because Mr. Burr doesn't come out of her carriage and stuff so I thought that was kind of nice that she was like, "Yes, man, girl, get yourself out of that carriage. You're making my friend stand in the wind.
0: Exactly. Stop yeah. being high society. Yeah. But Mariah, who made a big scene about it, wouldn't tell Elizabeth anything because she was like, oh, there's a sight to be seen. Oh, yeah. She's very excitable. Lord have mercy.
1: They had a big surprise. They ended up being invited to dine at Rosings the very next day. So they weren't going to have to wait until Sunday to meet Lady Catherine.
0: Woo la, my dear, said Mar- Mariah, quite shocked at the mistake. It is not Lady Catherine. The old lady is Mrs. Jenkinson, who uh-huh. lives with them. The other is Ms. DeBurg. Only look at her. She is quite a little creature. Who would have thought she could be so thin and small? And yeah. in, my, in the asterisk, which I haven't brought up at all. You haven't. I do. I do have here listed that... It was two ladies stopping in a low phaeton, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, at the garden gate, and a phaeton, which I thought was interesting. I think interesting. that is
1: correct, because I think I've heard people say that word.
0: Okay, great, I'm on something. Felton, whoever the hell Felton is, commented that timid and infirm people prefer low phaeton, but infirm because they are easy of access. And then says yeah, see also page. You
1: don't have to climb up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And eventually we'll find out why. Oh, Phaeton and Ponies, an open four-wheeled carriage regarded by Felton, whoever that is, as the most pleasant <laughs> sorts of carriage in use, as they contribute more than any other to health, amusement, and fashion. Pony Phaetons were small, pretty carriages designed for parks. Very nice yes 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 yes
1: anything else for this chapter
0: there's nothing else for this chapter
1: we can wrap it up we will start up next week with chapter 29 when our visitors are going to meet the lady Catherine Dubois, in all her glory Lord have mercy. <laughs> in all her crazy glory I
0: say that again
1: but until then like and follow us on instagram Check out our other episodes. We're on all the most of the major places that you can get your uh, podcast. Come say your thoughts on the chapters that we talked about. Buy us a coffee.
0: Let um, us know who yeah. is best Jane Austen villain.
1: Oh yeah, let us know who the best Jane Austen villain is. Go support the different strikes that are happening: the writer strike and the actor strike. Like, go support them. It's been going on for over 100 days, so.
0: Such a long time.
1: You can give to the strike funds to help support those that are not getting paid right now. And just let us know your thoughts on Jane Austen. If you think we should be discussing anything else, any other books, etc. But in the meantime, thanks for listening to Gabbing.
0: Gabbing!
1: See y'all next week.
0: We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. We're Uh, Gavin, we're Gavin, we're Uh, Gavin, we're Gavin.